Welcome, ancient dreamers, rebel teachers, and sacred masters. Join me as we explore the multidimensional nature of waking dreams, lucid dreams, symbology, and astral projection. My name is Jennifer Claroscura, and this is the Dream Pioneers Podcast. And this is Episode 6, Sacred Geometry in Dreams and my experiences with the Merkaba. Even though I had heard about sacred geometry for a long time, there was something about the concept of the mysteries behind life lying behind a mathematical equation or mathematical forms, or that God is in some way geometric, um, the design behind life falling into math, geometry, always turned me off until, because before I deny something to myself or before I change that belief, I always first try it myself. So I opened the door to sacred geometry and I was pleasantly surprised everything that I talk about I first try myself and I trust my dreams I trust the dreamer inside of me that knows things in the dream space and so I began to ask my dreams about sacred geometry I began to use these shapes while falling into a lucid dream or into a regular dream, I began to use them as portals. And I began to explore them in the hypnagogic realm. And slowly but truly, I began to realize that there is something really sacred behind these forms. And also that they're not just, they are forms just like we are forms. And there was one particular dream that made me always keep the door open. I used to have a lot of dreams where I um, am a different person. I am literally, um, let's say, an old man. And I live in a different land that is more otherworldly and fantastic than this one. In this one particular dream, I am an old wizard guarding crystals and I know that my time is up I have been found and I will be killed or I need to run or I need to stay there and die it doesn't matter those are not those worries are not in my mind my in my mind are how do I hide these these crystals sometimes it's a key how do I how do I hide this key I had a map laid out on a table and in that map with this with with these particular crystals i was able to locate all of the people that have activated their merkaba or merkaba which is the vehicle for ascension as depicted in a lot of literature it is uh, the technology that allows us to ascend this is way before I even questioned anything or asked my dreams about sacred geometry. This is the reason why I gave it a chance. 
thankfully. These little Merkabas were, were kind of like black and rotating in, the, in this map that was alive. And I rolled it up and I put the crystals and the key away. I remember putting the key inside a, a fish that was laying on the beach, very symbolically. I woke up right as I was being raided in my room, but everything was already put away and there was no danger for that knowledge to come out. This stayed always in the back of my mind that I had been this in this dream and that I had access to these people and this knowledge. So when I began once again to give sacred geometry a real look into why everybody gives such a big damn about this flower of life and what does it have to do with me and my energy and my body and other realms? I had never seen it before in, in while I was astral projecting or <clears throat> only in that dream. I went to sleep picturing and intending and a few times I tried this. Basically, I would close my eyes and go and as I was going into the hypnagogic realm, I would picture either the flower of life or a Metatron's cube and just travel into these forms and travel into my sleep. One of the dreams as a, that came as a result was about the guardian of the flower of life. And here is how it goes. I was dreaming unconsciously when all of a sudden the dream got super vivid and golden, followed by awareness of a dream interruption or dream visit. At a short distance, I see a stone table behind, and behind it is the golden guardian lion, that dragon-like creature that we see depicted all over the world with a flower of life ball under his paw. He had come to life and raised the flower of life sphere onto the stone table. He was showing me how to read and unfold the flower of life sphere, how it worked. I chuckled in awe when I realized it was some sort of map. It too looked like it was gold or bronze with carved cutouts. The lion guide showed me how it was possible for that knowledge to be in any type of danger and thus could never fall into the wrong hands was pretty comforting for me. He showed me a symbolic meaning with many sides and layers in the process. One was Madonna, the iconic music pop star wearing shiny black leather. She was eager to be shown the meaning of the flower of life. I kept thinking this was either symbolizing the Madonna of modern times, her shadow, or the Madonna Mary and child Jesus you know, as a symbolic word representation. And with music, sound linked into it. Once she was face to face with the truth, as the guide unfolded it in front of her eyes, a bright light flashed the whole dream space. At this point, I felt what she was feeling. And at the same time, I was an observer. It seemed to have also blinded her memory like blocked her memory, like it just went white. And soon she lost track of time and appeared in a different place as if magically transported 
with absolutely no recollection of what had happened, where she had been, or how she got there. The whole experience gone from her present memory. I came to the understanding of how safe this knowledge is. Because only in our highest self can we see this truth. And then as we come back to this reality, we can no longer hold this knowledge unless you're at the right state of frequency and mind, heart. I came to the understanding that everybody holds the higher consciousness that many are not even aware of. And that is where the truth of the flower of life gets revealed unbeknownst to our lesser levels of consciousness. If the person goes in with a lower vibration or the wrong intentions or their consciousness is not that evolved yet, they won't re even recall the experience. In th that time will be erased, so to speak, because the flower of life only speaks consciously to the highest self within. After this dream, I was even more intrigued as this map sequence had recurred in a sense where the flower of life was a map. I began to get drawn more into Metatron's cube. I laid down one evening and decided to just travel within my hypnagogic image, imagery and just travel into the hypnagogic realm. And what happened next totally blew me away. At first, I was just seeing the usual forms and, and vast terrain that my mind travels through. And then there was a light. And this light was dancing. And as I got closer to it, I realized it was a Merkaba. It was dancing. It was the Merkaba. And it was full of light. And it was full of movement. It had spirit. And then I thought, that's interesting because Mer is supposed to be light. Ka, spirit, and Ba is the body. And it began to make sense. I said to myself, well, duh, it wasn't just a shape and a form. This things alive this vehicle that people are talking about it's 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 a spirit it's a, actually i felt a very feminine like it's a she i began to think wow look at her she's just like a beautiful elemental being just dancing and playing with me and uh it kept dancing and twirling and the little the corners of the tetrahedrons were like limbs almost and it was the most beautiful uh, realization when I saw what a real light and spirit body this was and how it was alive it was alive and it's not just these shapes that you should imagine or or try to understand but it's a being honestly a being so that further drew me into the whole mystery behind the Merkaba behind sacred geometry behind the flower of life and I'm still traveling into that realm I often use these alive beings shapes forms spirit light and body 
as portals into further understanding something that that I want to understand. I'm now open to more and I see how it is also wanting to give me information. So I will keep diving and keep bringing back some uh, whatever I channel from these dreams. So even if there are concepts that you can't find anything about, or maybe you want to back these concepts with, because I trust the intelligence of my soul. I trust my dreams. There's a knowing that lies there. There's a part of me that knows and is connected to so much more of me that I here in this reality might not be connected with. So when I go in with this sacred intention to understand something that I want to verify with, like within me, with my own connection to source in the universe, I ask this dream, I ask the dream to show me. And thanks to these dreams, I further understand from a being perspective, like feeling, because these visions, I can only describe them to you. But what I was feeling is hard to understand. That's the download. That's the energy. That's the shift. That's what makes a difference. It's what I was feeling as I was viewing what I can tell you I viewed. But I can't make you understand the feeling. That is something that you have to go into your own soul, into your own dream and spirit and intuition to, to feel. So the only thing I can tell you of how I felt is that it made sense. It came together and I have a new respect for, the, for this Merkaba. I want to keep exploring this sacred geometry. I think sacred geometry makes it sound a little too scientific. Now I'm, I'm kind of rethinking that. It doesn't express what I saw and felt but either way that is what we call it either way that is what we call it so that's how we understand it but there's so much more than just geometry there's so much more than just shapes and a scientific technology it is much much more uh, once you start seeing things as doorways and portals and keys and activations and unlocking i think that you can just pretty much use any symbol that but these hold these symbols these sacred geometric symbols like um, the flower of life and they actually have like imbued in them this energy that can really activate something even if you're skeptical like i was i just started doing it just because felt like I needed to to explore this and it delivered I'm I have had I have a new dimension to my whole meditation a new dimension in dreams portals have opened within me and within my energy body I am receiving these downloads I'm receiving this as feelings as shifts as energy so next time you think of sacred geometry try to go past the math maybe it's a part of it 
but it has so much more. It's alive. It's a live being and it's playful, full of light and, and it's powerful, but it's also you. It's a part of you, maybe a disowned part of you. Maybe I'm seeing it outwardly because I haven't yet seen it within. Although I always pictured that all of our astral bodies and dream bodies and all these consciousness vehicles eventually form a part of this grand secret technology. Right after I finished recording this podcast, I took a break and I went for a nap with my son. Now, I love it when this happens because in some way the dream keeps listening, the dream keeps giving me insights. So the dream that I had was my son, Wolf, that's his name, is driving a small vehicle. It's a little red car. He is superimposed by a giant sunflower that in the middle, the, you know, the black part of the sunflower, the center is just like all these ever-changing, ever-flowing geometric patterns. And I'm reminded in my in the dream, I'm like, whoa, literally like the flower of life. It seemed to be alive and twirling in the center. It was very like the Fibonacci sequence inside. Um, there is a Merkaba form above him and a dot above the Merkaba. And a dream presence is saying, there is no way to replicate this. And I felt, as those words occurred, I felt that this means that each Merkaba is unique to the person. It's not just a thing, a technology, or a shape, a geometric mathematical shape. It is actually unique to our bodies, to our soul. Each vehicle, um, unique to the person. And it can't be replicated. It can't be copied. And I felt so elated after this dream and uh, reaffirmed what I was thinking in the first place, which was that if we are unique and there's no one like each and every one, then how is it that there's this, you know, technology as that what is thought the Merkaba is, um, that everyone can share as if it was, you know, a UFO or, or some kind of a vehicle. And, and now I realize it is not all that. It is, it is alive. It is a being. It is part of our spirit. It is unique to our soul. Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Pioneers podcast. You can find this podcast available here on iTunes, also SoundCloud, and YouTube. So if you search Dream Pioneers, you'll be sure to find all of these things, and you'll be sure to find this podcast there available as well. And um, don't forget to subscribe and like, and thank you all for your support. I'm also on Facebook under Dream Pioneers. You will find me across social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even Pinterest, although I need to be updating that one more often. <laughs> and under my own personal Facebook page, 
Jennifer Claroscura. I'll be happy to interact and answer any of your questions. I've also recently directed a short film titled Infinity in a Dream. It is on social media as well as Infinity in a Dream film. So if you want to be updated on this movie and how it's uh, when it's going to come out, um, it's about a lucid dream, a lucid dreamer that invokes uh, an ancient spirit. Thanks again for listening and have a wonderful day or night. <laughs>